Mountains. Carl, you're in Texas, right? Yeah. Where do you snowboard? Uh, well, I used to live in Colorado. Okay. So now I snowboard wherever I can. I'm in Los Usually Angeles. Usually Colorado. Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. I snowboard everywhere, and I'm a Leo. Uh, actually, I snowboard nowhere. Is the real truth. But uh, and I'm a Leo. Are we? This is the questions we're starting the show with. Yeah. I'm a skier. I went, sno- from I went and, uh, snowboarding once in Korea. I didn't. I didn't like it. All right. Howie snowboards in Korea, and you're you're from. We're. <laughs> which I was surprised because I've, I've got a skate- fo- I've got a, the standard form that Mark filled out, uh, sent out before this. So welcome uh, to the weirdest dating game ever, friends. Just okay. in time. Oh my God! Just in time to join us. We have the Doctor of Science himself. It's weird because I'm a skateboarder, <laughs> and I thought I would prefer snowboarding, but not at all. Hmm. All right. Well, for you those familiar, I, I was skiing since I was three, though, so it's like, oh uh, yeah. For those not familiar with the voices you're hearing or the faces you're seeing, if you're uh, a member of the Pride, if you support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/LionsOfLiberty, that's right. You get these live if that's if that is the case. So I suggest that being the case, you can get this for as little two as two dollars a month. That's dirt cheap. That's like uh, a quarter of a beer in Los Angeles. Anywho. Uh, that's Howie. What's up, Howie? Howie Snowden. Uh, not much. This was a good debate. Glad <laughs> they, this was, glad, this glad they decided to spice things up. Things were getting boring for this a while. This might have been the most entertaining yet. Are you, are you drinking over there? Yeah. What? What? I am drinking some Who Garden, which I prefer to call Ho Garden because it's what it looks like. All right. And you also like to go snowboarding in Korea. Uh, moving on. We have car camping for the Friends <laughs> Against Government. My gosh. What's the occasion? Hey, Mark. Thanks for inviting me on the occasion. I sent you a Twitter message. Like yes. An hour ago. The occasion was that I was over at my local watering hole that does a dollar 50 domestics on Wednesday nights and you hit me up and I was just like, well, you know, maybe we'll just do this. So I grabbed oh, I a, hope I didn't, I didn't get you to leave dollar 50. No, no, I, I was already, I was already leaving. And, okay. and I was like, I was like, this is uh, you, know, you were drugonly driving home while, while, Hey Mark, like a real remember? libertarian would. Yeah. <laughs> No Mark, do you remember what was that bar at Penn State? I didn't like it, but on like one day a week they had like five dollar five dollar pitchers of Jack and Coke. Oh, yeah. You just get like two pitchers to hold in your hands and drink them on the dance floor. And after you drank two pitchers of those, I'm like, that. I don't really hate this bar so much anymore. It's all right. Are you talking yeah. about the cafe where we had the Long Island? Ice <laughs> no, no, no. It, I think it's when you, you had to go to like upstairs to get into it. Well, JB, do you remember where was the place that had the five dollar pitchers of Jack and Coke? That's J.B. Lubin, the doctor of science himself. Uh, City of brotherly love. Where do you like to snowboard, J.B.? Shandy Gaff. I've never... <laughs> Shandy Gaff. <laughs> You've never snowboarded? No, I've never snowboarded. Honestly, neither have I. So welcome to the club. Busting stereotypes left and right here. There we go. Because I definitely look like I've snowboarded. I'm not yeah, saying if you do or don't. Well, I agree with you. A uh, card. I, I, I didn't want to skip over. Are, are you drinking along with us here too, or did you? Yes. Stop? So on my way back, when I was not wearing my seatbelt and then drunkenly driving like a true libertarian, I picked up a gas station bottle of Cab Sav. Oh right. I think so. that's what the end of what I'm drinking. I have a, I have a half glass yeah. of wine that was remaining in my house from I don't know last week that I completely forgot to shop for this show. Cheers, JB. What about yourself? What are you drinking over there? I'm, I'm keeping it light. I've got an early morning, but I, I have a. Um, a new Belgium. It's um, a cold brew cream ale. Hey, it mostly has coffee in it. Maybe it'll keep me up. I can actually I'll do some good. work after this. We'll see. Excellent. Well, I got to say, people that uh, skipped our for the first ten debates and tuned into this one, you made the right move. And everyone that watched the first ten and didn't watch this one, which is some of our fellow Lions of Liberty, you made the wrong move because I think this was maybe not the. I don't know. There was a couple that were somewhat entertaining, but most of these have been pretty bland for the most part. And I think this one was the, this was the one I would call. I mean, not, it was knives out today. Everyone was going after everyone. Uh, everyone was going after Bloomberg. There seemed to be like some kind of political blood in the water. Uh, once people started going after Bloomberg, everyone was going. I mean, you, you saw Bernie and Booty Judge going at it. You saw uh, Booty Judge basically call Klobuchar an idiot for not knowing uh, who the president of uh, Mexico was. It was really just. It was probably the definitely the most contentious of these debates. What did you guys think? How you you felt it was. I think that's very exciting by, by your reaction. Oh, yeah. I mean, it started off so exciting when, like, Warren was, what did she say? She's like, you got to remember who we're running against here. A billionaire that calls women 
fat bras and horse face lesbians and everybody starts laughing and clapping and she's like i'm not talking about trump i'm talking about mayor bloomberg (laughs) that was a pretty brilliant brilliant lure in she had with her because she made it sound like she was talking about trump so she got that applause and then pivoted saying nope it's this guy right here that this guy just came out of nowhere with his billions of dollars literally bought his way in the most transparent way we've ever seen bought his way into this election uh at the last minute and here he is on stage and uh I didn't realize how tiny Mike Bloomberg really is because uh, they, they, I saw before the debate, I happened to tune in a little early and they had them all standing on stage. He really is tiny. He's a very tiny man. He is. And dude, he's so I, short. I, I looked it up on Wikipedia. It says he's 5'8". And it also no. says, Warren, no. it, it also no, says Warren, it, it says Warren is 5'8". And she was towering over him. There's no yeah. way she had heels on, that so. big. Like his oh, Wikipedia is a lie. He's paying those people off too. <laughs> it's all it's, it's no, a he's big, probably just editing it himself yeah and you just know he wore, he you know he wore big he shoes yeah you just go in there and change it that's probably what he's doing <laughs> hey well could some of our listeners please go change it back it should be like five three i think i'm fairly certain he's he's that's remarkably short that's bloomberg's real strategy he bought off all the wikipedia editors so <laughs> every wikipedia just says great things about him uh you know who else was short was klobuchar I don't know if that's very relevant, but it it, it was striking. Short-minded. Um, she was Booty really... Judge is pretty short, too. Yeah, no one is tall up there. I, I guess Bernie... Do you, do you know who is Biden. tall? Bill's tall because he's so... Constructive. Biden's pretty tall, isn't he? Trump's tall. Can you imagine him, like, towering over... Bloomberg? I mean, just the visual Judge of Trump versus like... Bloomberg. I mean, that's just devastating for Bloomberg from a, yeah. from a, a pure visual standpoint. Who can look at that and go, yeah, that, that little, uh, that guy. That's, the, that's I can't wait to see what we're in for. I mean, either like the people decide and they nominate a communist or they cheat him and destroy the party. And like, either way, I'm, I'm for it. Let's do it. The Democratic Party should be abolished. I mean, they didn't even ask one question about foreign policy. We're For in the midst hours. of the two longest wars in American history. And We're helping Saudi Arabia commit a genocide. And not one single, like, this party is a joke. This is the party that represents, like, supposedly the left wing, which in theory, I mean, this has not, not been true for over a decade, I guess, at this point, but it used to be the anti-war party uh, that didn't come up once. It used to be the pro-immigration party, or it actually didn't used to be. It used to be the anti-immigration party. Now it's supposed to be the pro-immigration party, but that never came up once, uh, unless I missed something. Um, they did do 30 minutes on cli- climate change, the standard 30 minutes on climate change that every one of these debates gets. And well, there's not skipping one even some of them. the traditionally progressive issues that you're just really focused. This seemed to me to try and be focusing more on the drama and trying trying to create a, a dynamic between everyone. And, oh, and sorry. That oh, yeah, I agree. Like, I think the at least the first half of the debate was like pointed, directed questions at specific candidates. A lot of Bloomberg, a lot of um, Mayor Pete about specific things about themselves in their past and just asking questions about it. Like very little to do with actual policy, which might it's probably a good thing. Like you said, there's been like 10 of these Um, starting like pissing matches between the candidates just right off the bat does make for better entertainment. But I don't know how much for actually picking a candidate. I enjoyed it. So what what do you think they're thinking? I, I know the drama makes better TV ratings, but you also know they want like a Bloomberg to be the candidate. So like how how do they do they know? though? Almost every question in the first half was something that he fucked up on. It That's doesn't, why I'm shocked. It doesn't seem like to me that he's at well, least... You still have TV producers and they still want to make an entertaining program. That's my theory. So they, I'm, I'm, they don't seem to be trying to help his candidacy at all, at least tonight. I think do you think, point, Mark, point, yeah. do, do you think, honestly, at this point, like just numbers-wise, do you think that that is... I mean, I'm assuming that a lot of these people, whether they're on the same team or not, the people above them are basically on the same team. Do you really think that they're worried about ratings like in terms of monetary uh, i don't think think they're sitting there worried about ratings but i I think that i mean look i I guess i don't know exactly how the dynamic is i don't know how much of the questions come from the producers how much are coming from the actual reporters how much is coming from the dnc 
Uh, I have no idea. But as in terms of simply a TV producer, yeah, they're always going to try to theoretically make the most compelling program, make the most no, no, the I, most drama. So I, I, I think sure. that is a factor more than it is a conspiracy to. I mean, it didn't seem like a conspiracy to promote Mike Bloomberg, other than I mean, they made sure. they made him the focal point I, though, I, and I figured when you it become out. the focal point. The same thing happened with Trump. They made him the focal point, pointing out all his negatives. But when you make him the focal point, you make him seem like the most important. So. In a way, it but, is ruining him, even though they're. I, 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 listen, guys, I, I figured it out. Remember the second to last question? We figured out the whole who, thing. Who are right? you? Like, I was like, do you, if whoever theory. gets the most delegates, should they be the candidate? And everybody except Bernie, who's going to get the most delegates, yeah. said, no, no, let the process play it out. They can have the best ratings no matter what, because in the end, it's going to be the super delegates that choose it. So if they want Bloomberg, they want Judge, whoever they want is going to yeah. get it. Well, that's so what it, they did it last doesn't time. matter what happens in and the, the truth is, it doesn't matter. These networks are are yeah. Of course, uh, I think the people in, in power are more on the Democratic side. Are sort of in bed with the DNC. That's been pretty obvious uh, in many ways. But they, I think, in reality, they want another four years of Trump. What's better for ratings? What's been yeah, the focus of that's the programming true. more than Donald Trump? They they need Donald Trump. I mean, to have something to talk about. I, that's I think true. CNN's ratings die without Trump. Can you imagine? Can you? Can you imagine if CNN got like the most boring Democratic candidate? Like, I don't know who that is. is that wh- whoever it is, the most boring, like maybe Mike Bloomberg. Like, if they got Mike Bloomberg, no, it's Klobuchar. I don't think he's boring. Klobuchar. Whoever it is, if they get Klobuchar, who the hell is tuning into the news? Like, Nobody. there's nothing going on. No, Dude, ooh, hey, guys, let's see what Amy Klobuchar said today. No guys, one is the, saying that. The, the election isn't a real thing. That's not how they decide who's president. And I think it's already decided. Trump gets another four years. It's it's like a done deal. I think did you decide it, Howie? No, no, no. I wouldn't be. I mean, if it was up to me. Why did you I'd wink? Be, why did you wink in the camera? Who's decided it? If it was up to me, I'd pick Jake, Jacob Horn. This is that why deep you need to state that supposedly hates pride. Trump so much. Is that the, who's decided the deep this? state. <laughs> hey, Trump's got control of this. He just appointed a new DNI, and do you know how he did that? Howie's been wanting to break this news. No, do you know how he did that? Well, here's here's the thing. Normally, a DNI person has to go to the Senate and be confirmed, right? Not what in is, this. What is not, the not, not what uh, is the, the, the director of national before the show. The director of national intelligence. He's in charge of all this the intelligence the agencies, like the CIA, NSA, DIL, all those. There's a, there's like one person that's like a, an, ahead of all the all those yeah, agencies. It's, yeah, it's yes, Howie. Yes. Okay. There is. And that's how he's here to announce. This was this yeah, position we, we, was, we brought him on. We brought him on to get the inside scoop. This was created after 9-11. So this didn't exist like when we were in college. Oh, it's, okay. a, it's it, like a, it's like a new, well, I was in college, but anyways, they fucked up cause they didn't give this guy the power of the purse. So he's like, you guys have to do this. And CA is like, yeah, whatever. We'll do what we want. But anyways, so normally they would have to be approved by the Senate, but because this guy is an ambassador and has already been approved by the Senate to be an ambassador and they have like a acting DNI, there's some law where he can, Oh, we've got a vacancy. I can swap someone already approved for something into it without letting like anybody without letting the Senate have to vote on it. And this guy, he's going to be the first uh, openly gay uh, DNI. And he used to work for the Romney campaign and Romney fired him because he was gay. Now, so, you yeah. that, it, you it's also that before the show. And I, I was skeptical because that seems like a story that would have been all over Mitt Romney at some point. And why, so why have I never heard this? Because back then it was okay to be oh, what year was this? for being gay. When did he run for president? Like 2008? It was okay back 12? then? 10 years ago? No, it was Dude, that 12. Was, oh, Obama yeah, was against, 10 years ago. That was back when Obama was against gay marriage? Come on. No, it wasn't. No, it was 2012. Wasn't he Obama against gay marriage then? I don't know. No, not in his incumbent. Uh, well, in 2008 he was. <laughs> so maybe Twitter steered me wrong. Right. So maybe <laughs> the internet lied to Howie. Maybe. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I, I don't, don't think I don't think Obama was against gay marriage in 2012. When he was elected president, when he was elected president in 2008, he was, he was yeah, for sure. Okay. But then he was running against John McCain. Well, that's why you're not our chief of research, Howie. But you are our chief yeah. of drunken commentary. So continue. It's, all right. So just on the Romney topic, remember his binders full. Ignore the, the last minute of the last three. Yeah, minutes yeah, of yeah. yeah well. were false, and then we'll continue. <laughs> His binders full of women moment. Like, wasn't Bloomberg being like, I have lots of women doing important things. Like, wasn't that like... It was close to it. The funny thing about that Romney thing is that he was trying to... I mean, he did it in maybe an awkward, clumsy way. He was trying to say like, yeah, I I go out of my way to try to hire women. And he got roasted for it. 
Like, yeah. it's like you can't win with it. If you try to cave in to, you can't you know, play the game. You can't yeah. play the game because you're, gonna, you're not going to, they're not going to say, Oh, that's what he meant. Okay. No, they're going to crush you no matter what. So never try to placate the left. Yeah. Don't placate. I had some communists like reply to one of my tweets tonight and I was like, why would I engage with them? Why? Makes did no you? sense. No. And then, but and then, then proceeded to chug whiskey. Yeah, yeah. But then, the <laughs> I'm going to check. I'm going to scroll through the timeline. <laughs> Howie, I'll find it. I mean, I, can, I might go back and do it still, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> After this we'll be show, monitoring. I'll bookmark it. I wanted to be a responsible podcaster, so I tried to be like, all right, a beer a half hour, a beer a half hour. Yeah. You decided I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research Obama's positions in 2012. Yeah, I, did, I didn't do any of that. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Should we go down some of the normal things we go down? We tick off for these debates. Uh, let's start with the one that's always the hardest thing. I like how I asked the question and then proceeded to go ahead with that waiting for an answer. Um, I, I will say, I think there's, there's never a real libertarian moment in these things, but I think the closest for me has to be Mike Bloomberg defending capitalism again and actually like calling Bernie Sanders a socialist and saying, we're not going to try social. We're not going to do socialism. That's ridiculous. People are going to be turned off by this. And that's absurd. I mean, whereas this entire election cycle, I don't think any candidate, except who's the guy car with, that, that, with the funny faces? And oh, Hickenlo- oh my God. Uh, Those guys early on, they kind of defended capital. Oh my God. What was that guy's name? I can't remember. I can't remember. Holy Wait, shit. a Democrat? Yeah. Democrat. From the first, from our first, uh, from the first uh, recap. Holy shit. Bennett? Uh, no. Not Bennett. It was the other I Keep guy. moving, Mark. I'll look it up. Yeah, keep moving. Yeah, yeah. You, you search the timeline. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not sure where I was going with all that. So someone else could talk. All right. Well, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really. Tonight. I didn't see any like libertarian movements. I wasn't moved at all. I would kind of agree with you with the Bloomberg thing, but I think his exact quote was like, "You know, Bernie, we tried something like that before. It's called communism, and it doesn't work." So I'm like, "Ah, eh. not communism." I, I know. I know you're not really a capitalist or the other things you're saying, but I guess we'll count that. I also liked when was Biden really was. I liked when Biden was calling for getting rid of all subsidies for like energy companies. It's like, Hey, if that's the way you want to fight climate change, I'm all for that. Let's get rid of subsidies. But he doesn't want, he just wants to probably get rid of like fossil fuel ones and then put in ones for his favorite forms of energy. Yeah. That would I'd be against, but he didn't say that. So I just, all I can go with is what they're saying. Got to take them at their word. But I guess, I guess besides how he's approached the politicians. Yeah, we got to take another award. There's one thing we know is that they always mean what they say. And now, now listen, I hate I've learned over the years. I hate Bloomberg the most out of all of them, but he did have some good, like, uh, communism digs. Like the uh, one other thing he said to Bernie, he's like, he said, so he's like, I can't believe like the most famous socialist in America is a millionaire with three houses. Yeah. Dude, I too. Yeah, that's what that, that was pretty. That was pretty savage. <laughs> that was. He, he, I, I was. I gotta say, Bloomberg surprised me that he had a few sick burns in him. I'm all directed yeah. towards Bernie. Like he, he was ready for Bernie, which he, he should be because he's main he did. But don't you think he got so crushed in the first half? Like he looked so bad. Like when, especially the stuff when they were talking about the women he sexually harassed and the NDAs and their warrants, like press him. Like, well, why don't you just let them? say their side of the story and he's like well you know we mutually agreed on ndas that's you we wanted to keep this uh between ourselves and and they're like well what if they don't want to anymore can you just go ahead and release them can they can they tell their story he's like no nope, we're not doing that no nope, <laughs> no <nope." laughs> yeah i i thought he did i think i thought they roasted him like several oh, yeah i thought he looked really bad between but he that- was like also like other than the two things you said, he was like the closest, he made the closest comment to something that was remotely libertarian when he was talking about like actually like negotiating and with China to reduce, you know, carbon emissions as opposed to the other claims of like somehow forcing them with tariffs or whatever plans uh, Sleepy Joe had to do to rein in China's carbon emissions. At least he presented some type of diplomacy instead of like, you know, yeah. He specifically said, basically economic warfare against another sovereign nation state about the power plant usage. So it's a weird thing because in many ways, I mean, in many ways, we've seen how Bloomberg kind of governs as a totalitarian. He's got this whole sort of uh, he's got the sugar thing. He hates sugar. He tried to ban all the big sugar drinks or I think he did ban them. Uh, He was he uh, he implemented stop and frisk. Uh, Obviously, there's tons of non-libertarian stuff to, to dislike him for. In many ways, he's kind of the only defender of capitalism free and free markets up there. So in some ways, he's he's kind of like the least scary, like, the you know, and just in, in that sense, 
but at the same time, he's like the new establishment candidate, this billionaire literally transparently buying his way. So you can't, you can't root for him. But in terms of what he's actually saying up there, it's hard to say in some ways, at least when it comes to like in t- talking about the economic side of things, he definitely comes across from, I think, the free market standpoint as the, the least scary, at least if you only focus on that part of it. Well, Mark, it's and it's the it's only in that sense. That's why exactly. I don't, I I don't very, truly very give him any credit for it. It's easy yeah. to be pro free market capitalism when you did start your own business and you're you're now worth sixty billion dollars. It's it's it would be different if he was worth like fifty thousand dollars and he was pro free market capitalism. That would I'd be impressed if he made fifty thousand dollars a business. Yeah. He'd still be doing better than me. Yeah, exactly. I would, <laughs> one, I would, one point I would, be, time, I would be more impressed. <laughs> One point in time, he just hit fifty thousand. That now he's at standards here. Yeah, it's like it's it's the other things, the other things that you know aren't aren't easy and don't benefit him. Like you're talking about, like respecting you know personal freedoms with with stop and frisk and basically not levying a police state against the city, which is bigger than a lot of countries. More people live in New York City than live in several European countries. I don't you see know, how, and, how his political career could live through this. You guys have seen yeah. the thing where he described stop and frisk as dude. Yeah, it's hit, pretty brutal, man. Sending he's police he's to, to target minority kids because and send them to jail for weed because uh, that's where the crime is. I mean, it, it very yeah, much that I mean, it's, it's it's really ugly. Dude, I think what, more I, defense for himself too. I mean, he, he didn't really. He kind of just said, "Well, I might have said some things. I put some things in the wrong way, but it's it was the what we had to do because there was a lot of murders. Like okay. it was a, a complete cop out, but he couldn't completely like." like track it back or apologize. He had to try to defend it somehow. And I thought the other candidates really did pounce on him for that because he couldn't just completely roll it back. He had to justify it in some way to try to save face. I don't think it worked. There's not a whole lot of rolling that back. That was like a national story when it, you know, when it was, when, when he was doing it, you know I mean? That's, it's not like, um, I mean, I feel like Joe Biden's crime bill and all that is like just so long ago that a lot of the people voting weren't even born then. Whereas stop and frisk, that wasn't that long ago. No. Right? No. I think one of no. the worst things that just came out that he said was um, one of his staff was like complaining about getting a nanny or something. And he's like, it's a fucking baby. You could just hire some black that doesn't even speak English. All they have to be able to do is save him from a burning building. Yeah, that's a real quote. Like, what? From who? Wait, who said that? Bloomberg. Bloomberg, apparently. This is the first I'm hearing this. That's, a de- that's from a deposition. Right. I believe that's not, it. At least, and also, I mean, another female... There's actual audio, but yeah. Another female on the staff came up to him and told him that she was pregnant, and he just looked at her and was like, kill it. Jesus. <laughs> there's apparently a bunch of I heard, women at his staff. I heard about that one. Like, Jeez. That's probably one of those if, NDAs. I don't know if I said this or not yet, but every time Bloomberg comes up, I'm like, I have to say, he's the only one running it that had anything to do with uh, taking away Virginians' gun rights. So if you don't well, he want, funded uh, what the the camp the, what the candidate. He funded all the Democrats that took over and like won all the elections, and he's put all this money into these like gun causes and all the bills they put forward pass, except for the the one I think is the worst one. The um was a ban on assault style weapons and magazine sizes and silencers and all that shit, and that just got tabled for a year. So I'm sure it'll come back next year. But at least it gives us some time to figure some shit out. I don't know. Hope it doesn't come to the boogaloo, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else did Bloomberg It doesn't hammer? sound like you don't hope that, Howie. Nobody so wants to. Know. What are you talking about? Nobody <laughs> wants the boogaloo. Come on. I don't know. something about the, the timber of your voice that makes me feel yeah. like... No, no man, seriously, JB, more than anything else, I don't want my dog shot by the police. You can trust me on that. I thought Bloomberg had another pretty uh, somewhat funny line uh, after uh, Bernie went on this whole rant about giving more power to the workers and how workers should be part of the board and blah, blah, blah. And then they try to say, uh, you know, Blair Bloomberg, would you have these ideas, some things you'd like to see incorporated into into corporate America? And he's just like, no, that's ridiculous. And if you want (laughs) to, it's like so many people right now, I don't know exactly how he said it, but we're losing so many votes or, you know, we're going to lose to Trump just by if people listen to the last five minutes of this like nonsensical rant that this guy guy went on. I mean, I do like that he unapologetically attacks Sanders and attacks socialism and attacks communism, whereas I don't think any Democrat has been like that the entire time. Even the guys we mentioned before, the funny face guy who I can't remember. But you know he's not like a capitalist. I know that. I'm just just talking about in terms of 
Just, just. I'm, I'm, I'm going by the Howie motto. You, you got to take them at their word. You got to take them by their word. All right, but, 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 even, but even by their word, he's saying he doesn't want to go off the cliff like Bernie Sanders, but he just wants to keep on with the same old. I think he's just a corporatist. I, I'm not like, calling him some kind of revolutionary candidate here. Yeah, I think no, he no, wants no. he wants he wants big businesses to keep the status quo, and you know, small businesses can can do whatever they want fine as long as they don't get too uppity. And I, I think that's kind of his. Problem. I mean, he's talking about raising taxes and stuff. He's not like. Who, Bloomberg? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he's he's not like going backwards towards more freedom at all. He's no. just, he just doesn't think the world well, he's he's is, in the, the means he of is in the Democratic Party. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I'm just saying he's not going off the cliff. He's like absolutely not where we are, but a little bit more. So yeah, he's a like, centrist. This yeah, isn't free market no. at all. Absolutely not. Except when he stands next to literally anyone else on the stage. Right. That's what I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. But I, I mentioned earlier, like I wasn't impressed or like inspired by anything that anybody said at all. And I caught myself feeling like that accelerationist, like feeling like, let's just burn it all down. I'm like, nothing, none of this is going to get fixed. Like healthcare system's going to be fucked up till it collapses. It like, let's destroy the dollar. Let's, who's the worst here? Let's go for them. <laughs> let's, I don't know. Anybody else feel like that when you're listening to these people? Oh man. Yeah. It's pretty brutal, man. I, it is. Although I will say that I too. So Mark, you hit me up uh, halfway through the thing. So I didn't watch the first hour. Um, I was shocked to tune in and hear a debate about capitalism, whatever their definition of capitalism is just them talking about it for 20 minutes. Like that, that was really bizarre to, for, I don't know, maybe for me, but I haven't watched a debate since the last time I've been on a recap. I mean, Bloomberg <laughs> is sort of a, a true capitalist in the sense that he did build his business from, from seemingly nothing. I'm sure he had some yeah. help at some point along the way, but unlike Trump, he didn't inherit, you know, a hundred million dollars to, to start building his business. He really is more of a classic, uh, build it, pull it, pull up your bootstraps capitalist. So it, it makes sense. He would defend it while we all know behind the scenes, he would be just as have just as establishment policies as anyone. Right. Can you believe he spent over three hundred million dollars get roasted like that tonight? I can't believe I, I just <laughs> don't, I don't understand his mindset. I don't understand his mindset. Like you have that much money, like go go sip pina coladas like down in the Caribbean, like for the rest. I can of think your of life. so many better to, ways dude, to spend it, money. If I had that kind of money, I would not be trying to run for president. I would have my own island nation somewhere. Run, and running, you would be president only, not, of it. Not just not just running for president. <laughs> with, running for with, president with going hookers and gambling roasted. Well, that like, just goes to show you Mike Bloomberg's dangerous. Like, what kind of sane person does what he's doing? He's, he's, he's the worst of them all. Maybe that's he's the worst. He's the worst of them all. That doesn't make any sense, right? He's the most dangerous on there. Because this guy's a real <laughs> billionaire. Right. He's not like a Trump on paper. If you add up all my properties billionaire, he's like an actual, like he could probably go to the ATM and take out a billion bucks. Like, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so why would he do it except because he's a maniac who has power? I mean, that ATMs don't have a billion bucks in them. Beware the I can understand a, a lowly senator who doesn't have much uh, personal wealth wanting to be president and try to, you know, bu- build some connections and yada, 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 be rich and set up for the rest of their life. But a guy who really already has more than even he would ever earn if he became a president, that's that's who you got to watch out for. So I think that might make him the scariest. So your, your money, your money, if it's not Bitcoin, is so conditional because like, listen, you can't go to an ATM machine and take out a billion bucks. I don't think you could go to a bank and tell them, yeah, give me a billion of my dollars in cash. They couldn't do it. Maybe you're not leaving of this. Not. You're not. Leaving. Uh, believe, believe me, Howie. I've tried. You're not. <laughs> you're not leaving this country with a sir. Billion once again, you, they're not <laughs> letting. You, they're not going to let you, you take a billion dollars. Car cabinet. If, if, if you're in crypto, one though, billion with got, like one L. Got that key in your head? You can get it anywhere you go. We've told you before. You have to spell billion right, or we can't give you the money. <laughs> yeah. so. But what are you going to get this in? This billion dollars. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to open this can of worms. A giant check, like when lottery tickets. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like I'm like hobbling. You cash that. I don't know where you cash that. You do electronic deposit. Oh no, then it's just back in the bank. I'm like trying to slide it through the card. That's the biggest problem of being being a billionaire is that you can't just take your billion bucks out. No, no, the the government, the U.S. government is not going to let you take their money. And you're you want to swim Maybe that's why he wants to be president, so he can make the banks give him his billion dollars. His money. Did you, did you guys? I, I'm a billionaire, but I can't get the money. Did you guys hear when Biden was saying it's like they're saying something to like hurt the Black Latino community? He's like, no, no, no. We're gonna have the Treasury open and giving these people 
money to start their business. It's like, wait, you're opening the treasury and just going to give people money to start businesses. That's it. Let me tell you open something. I like, I like tweeted that. It's lines like, of Liberty. I, mean, I tweet that with like hashtag buy Bitcoin. Not that how, how he, that's, <laughs> that's not even half as frightening as when he would end a sentence and stare into the camera like Skeletor. I don't know what the hell happened if he's had surgery since like six months ago, but it was frightening. Yeah. My like mom, my mom even mentioned eyes. it earlier today. Ugh. She's like, his face is like so it's red. It looks so grotesque. weird. Task. Oh, I hate it. And it's, the like around his eyes are so white. It, like, oh, it's, it, it's awful. Yeah. It it's just terrible. throws me off. Like, yeah. I'm so gonna drink myself to so I, I didn't notice this during the debate, but somebody posted a clip when Bernie was answering a question and doing like his hand thing, Joe Biden was like mocking him, like doing like this <laughs> when Bernie was doing, talking. It was so funny. Good, Joe. That's good. I support I, it. I was disappointed we didn't get like a good line, like the lying dog face pony soldier. Like he started talking once and I got bored, started to drift off. I'm like, no, no, I got to pay attention. He might say something so ridiculous. Might say something. Might, but he didn't. I wanted, I wanted a new line, like. Well, I'm sure we'll get one soon enough. Yeah, I know. I'm sure, know. I'm sure it was on his behave, best behavior today. I think it was uh, get Bloomberg out of the race day. Um, a he, lot he of was, focused their ire on him. He was very Don't quiet for a lot probably of want his money to keep coming in this. They probably want him in the race just to take his ad money, right? Yeah. Well, the candidates certainly don't. It seemed like I think oh, yeah, Mayor Pete and Bloomberg definitely got the most seat of the night, and it wasn't even close. It was, the focus was a lot on them. So, Mark, I take issue with your calling Buddha judges marmy dick. Actually, I don't disagree. <laughs> what did I, you I, say that, Mark? Oh, on I, Twitter, I, I said Buddha judges uh, comes across I, as a marmy dick. I don't. I don't. Uh, disag- I don't disagree, but I feel like he got well, the better. I got it? the better. I feel like he got the better of those exchanges to Klobuchar. Well, yeah, I feel like a different she, story. You can get the better of an exchange and still be a smarmy. Oh, really. okay. So it's that's more probably like, why he did. It's more like that dude's a smarmy dick, but whoa, he owned her, and that's pretty cool. Is that more the, I mean, the it depends feeling? on what wins you over? But I mean, she's he Yeah, I, I wouldn't say he lost the exchange or anything. Okay, I was just I didn't know if it was just because I was predisposed to hate her so much. I thought it was because you're predisposed to hate me. A it's a hate triangle. You agreed with the whole thing, dude. <laughs> we come on, man. <laughs> Think about our pledge class. I was probably closest to you than anybody. All right, we don't need to go through our whole history. Uh, I would say I was joking. <laughs> or you wouldn't be on this show. But I do have the mute button handy just in case. Things yeah, man. Good. I mean, back up until like Rico got arrested, he was like... Mute. All right, it's mute, not story time. We've had trying three to be stories true. told over, <laughs> over, over <laughs> Everyone knows Rico's been arrested, and that's why no one knows his identity. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he, he, he got more fun afterwards. <laughs> well, don't we all? <laughs> all right, everyone's more fun post-arrest. I think we all agree about that. Uh, let's see. Why don't we talk about these candidates and, and their fates in the next month or so? What do you think is going to happen here? Hey, Who's Mark. Drop to the wayside, yeah. Can I hop in before we move to this? Because I think this is very, Please. very poignant. Any, uh, I'm just trying to find any way to stop Howie's story time. So Yeah, yeah. I had to help. You, <laughs> both, you got a different way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to the hey, B, can you do science episode. Can you do a science lesson for us like a, <laughs> on your blackboard in the background? Yeah. So the I last should, time. I should actually get one of those. Yeah, <laughs> the, Me and JB had some private science discussions today. Oh, did you? Oh, really? Yes. Tell us more. Actually, no, don't tell no, us more right now because oh, I'm in the middle now of high school. holding the side stories. Oh. <laughs> the last time, Mark, the last time that you had me on was for the debates. I think back in June, and I haven't watched a, I haven't watched a minute since then. I sense and, that you needed to see more of this. That's why. I, I yeah, I know. I, I know. That's why you, you you gave me the nod. Uh, the I I would just note how crazy different the lineup is now. I know it always happens. I know it always happens. But like six months ago, like we it's were all white now. About, well, What's Bloomberg up? is debuting tonight, well, and there's yeah. been two votes already. <laughs> I know. There's, there's, there's. I don't even think Pete Buttigieg was like known at that point. People were like, people were like, still stumbling over the guy's name. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had to teach my mom how to say it tonight. It's like, yeah, mom, Bloomberg booty judge. Like he's thing. judging booties. Like he probably there's, does. There's rumors of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> there's, I mean, Klobuchar. Like they're the most bizarre set of candidates, other than like outside of like Bernie and I guess Warren and biden but like other than that it's kind of like a bizarre lineup on the on, on the stage i w- you know who could have ever picked that 
And uh, I just wanted to highlight that before we moved on to the future. I feel like we should just recap the past. Although I know bizarre that bizarre and very, very, very white. And I'm not just even very white the color. I'm I find it bizarre in Clovis style, in attitude, culture, culturally very white. All of white. yes, culturally more so than anything else. <laughs> culturally white. So, is Booty Judge like? the new CIA candidate, like the, yes, the, the, the gay, easy. the gay Obama. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. I he think is, they, yeah. I, they wanted Biden that. to be the guy and that's not working out that well. So I think booty judge is the guy that they originally wanted to push, but now there's this Bloomberg factor. And I yeah. think he may be the one that they ultimately try to turn to. They try to force it to a second or third vote. And Bernie called it out. He said, yeah, that second vote is where the superdelegates are. And that's the problem with the process. So, I mean, he already I, sees this coming, and he, he seems to at least be planting the seeds uh, to, uh, of dissent, uh, more so than he, I mean, he didn't resist at all last time. He just turned over and let Hillary rub his belly, and that was it. So, um, <laughs> Do you think he'll fight this time? I mean, he didn't I don't know. I'm not rooting time. for Bernie's policies, but I'm rooting for a fight. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I'm always rooting for a fight when it comes to this stuff. Do you, but, I mean, and, and the most important issue, the issue of war, I think Bernie would probably stop. Again, not stop. mentioned one time in this two-hour debate. Not one. Yeah. You wouldn't think there was a, You wouldn't think there was any war because it never came up. I think Bernie would at least stop the support of Saudi Arabia committing genocide in Yemen. I think he'd be marginally better on the Palestine-Israel issue. I disagree with all of that. And... Either we have a Republican Congress and we don't have to deal with this socialist nonsense or we don't and we get to destroy the whole system and start over. So, so what are you rooting for? I don't, I don't, I don't think that he's, I don't think he has enough backbone to, I, I, I don't think that he has so, enough backbone. Or so Carl, Carl, let me tell you, I think he will keep the Afghanistan war going, the Iraq war going, all the Somalia, all those other ones, Libya. I think he was the one who led the charge it, on the Yemen thing, it passed I know. the House and the Senate. It just got vetoed by Trump. If he's the president, he has no excuse to not end that. No, I, I know. Well, he has a very big excuse of not being killed or something like that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I really, honestly think that. I, I don't think. I, th I think it, it takes a tremendous. It, it's not like I, I think that you have to bring over a tremendous amount of people on the inside to okay. build your team around you. And I don't think that he has. I don't think that anybody is going hey, to coalesce around Bernie Sanders. I, I, could, I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. But I, I think of the like eight wars we got going, I honestly think that would be the only one he would maybe end. Still keep Possibly. the other. I'll, I'll go still, with you still keep the other seven going. I'll go with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, if his so, life's threatened, he's not going to do it. He's so, Carl, that's a the question. Do you think it, he, he, he won't do it or he couldn't do it? The like, latter. The latter. So that he, he just... He, he, the, he earnestly would want to, but he just doesn't I think have the means. Yes, yeah, I, 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 I think that. I, I mean, I, there's no way to. I mean, I, I'm not a, a, a Howie. I can't, I can't take the politicians at their word. But uh, I, I think <laughs> that that uh, it's it's more of a you. Howie's not a motto. Couldn't the the consequences would be dire. So you guys know about the heart attack gun, right? Yeah, heart attack gun. Yeah, yeah. A gun so, that gives so, you a heart CIA's, attack. CIA's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you, I was, my question is, do you guys think that his heart attack was natural or? I don't know. No. I mean, I, I, <laughs> for, for, for public facing purposes, I say it was natural, but like there's always a wonder Man, in my mind. I would, I mean, he would get a lot more street credit with me if I thought he survived the heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if they had. Well, a, he I, had I a heart if, attack. It did its purpose. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, um, I don't know. The only thing is, like, strategically, why would they do that at that time? Like, it's like the DNC is still going to screw them out of this thing no matter what. So, like, why risk it? You know? I didn't that even know this good. existed. It would, it would just be a game theory thing for me. I, I just, I don't think it would be worth the risk. But uh, who Well, knows? they've made, I understand what you're saying, but they've made a lot of dumb moves, dude. That's true. They constantly uh, are doing really yeah. boneheaded stuff that never, Very ever fair. works. They Very fail fair. at everything, pretty much. Well, anywho, they 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 didn't fail in uh, creating ISIS or uh, upsetting the entire Central American. <laughs> well, they did. They I mean, the point of that was to topple Assad. Did they do that? Well, okay. No, they had, they? Fight, they had to fight another war in Iraq yeah. for the Unless side the they didn't want in power. Going. Yeah, yeah, and that worked out. Fine. Yeah, it's 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 a tangled web. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, the bottom line is, who knows? But but uh, how deep do you yeah, want to accept know. on the conspiracy? That's the question. I, what I would say, Howie, is I 
absolutely accept the possibility, but from everything I'm kind of sensing is I, I don't think so. Now, I mean, he's, he's an old lazy fuck. So yeah, it's pretty, yeah, pretty I mean, good chance what? he had just a legitimate yeah, heart attack. There's a pretty high chance <laughs> that he actually just had a heart attack. And there's, there's also, you know, he's from the Democratic side, the number one threat to the establishment right now. So also a good chance True. that they might do something about it. I don't True. Know. So where do you guys yeah. see this all going then? Where do, you, where do you really think that it's going to come down to Bernie continuing to gather the most delegates in theory? And then will they really deny him this by trying to just shoehorn in a Bloomberg or God forbid, as how he's been saying yes. for months now, yes. Hillary Clinton? Will they really be 100%. that blatant again? He, he, in will, he will not TV? have a majority at the convention and it will be a broker convention and the superdelegates yep. will decide. And who 100%. owns the superdelegates? Do you guys know? The inside. HRC? Uh, who? HRC. Yes. So what you're predicting Hillary still? Hillary or someone she chooses. Like who does Hillary has still have all this power? Isn't she like old news? Like is No, it no, like no, no, no. Like seriously, like I forget the details, but like so annoying to run for president for eighteen months and then someone didn't run own, just gets, like, like a lot of the DNC somehow. I I forget the particulars. Because I feel like this is more like a Hydra type Again, thing, right? You cut off facts. one head, there's another one that pops up. How could she just wield like isn't she like just put her in the trash and somebody else climbs to the top of the, the rat pile? Maybe see. she has dirt on everybody. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Actually, is that actually like, they do. The Clintons left the White House with FBI files on everybody. Yeah. That was like 30 years ago. Though. Yeah. And all those people are still in Congress and the Senate. Oh, yeah. Same people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Joe Biden didn't do this. Like 130 years. That's why I was a page in 97. I knew Bernie Sanders. I knew Nancy Pelosi. I knew all these fucking people. I was there. Says I am saying it's all the same I knew people. you could trust them then, and I know it just as well today. Howie Snowden uh, uh, baked his 87th birthday cake in 1997. Dude, I tell you what, though. Bernie Sanders did have the hottest girls working as staffers of any of the other people. Of course. Is that so? <laughs> that was my birthday. Yeah, it was it was tough. You go like drop stuff off in his office. You walk out. You're like, maybe socialism's not that. No, 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 no. <laughs> listen, go listen to Ron Palmer. <laughs> Cold shower with Ron Paul uh, stereo. You know, hey, at least Ron Paul gave me some free books that he wrote. Bernie oh, Sanders did he? didn't give me shit. <laughs> Led you down the next? path of liberty, and here we all are today. Yeah. Even Carr somehow got here through you. I'm not sure how, but I, I feel it. <laughs> No, no, I don't know. Actually, they, I wonder if there's seven degrees of Howie Snowden or something. I think there always is. That should be a game. JB, uh, I want your thoughts on all these things. Where do you think this is going, prediction-wise? It's prediction time. I, don't think, the- I really don't think Hillary's going to just come swooping in and, and steal this nomination. That's too farcical. But, you know, like, I've been wrong before, and this is... For becoming- this simulation? <laughs> yeah, even 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 for this simulation, that that scenario is too farcical. No one's going to buy the one it. where we got Trump. Yeah, that's that's even that's even more so than Trump, because at least you know at least the Simpsons could predict it. I have no interest in a rematch. I want to see something new and fresh, personally. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. What's the, I what do you want to see? What do you want to see? Ideally, Mark. Let's yeah, let's do that from an entertainment standpoint only. I think yeah, I think I want to see Trump and Bernie from an entertainment standpoint, and from a at least we're going to have to talk about socialism for. I Trump and Biden will be real good too. Not that Trump is a good defender of capitalism because he's not, but we can take elements of this and respond to it in our libertarian way. I mean, the worst would be Trump booty judge because he wouldn't be allowed to make like gay jokes or anything. <laughs> that would that, what a shame! What a shame that is. How far we fall? <laughs> I mean, just if we're talking about entertainment value, Trump Biden would also be pretty entertaining. Uh, just because Biden is such a train wreck that I mean. <laughs> He he does a new he has a new soundbite every week of some complete nonsensical thing he said. Bi- Biden Biden Trump uh uh Bloomberg Trump would be fun in a different way just because they're just both like billionaire New Yorkers like it would just be so ridiculous. Um What's the and, best for libertarians? Is it Bloomberg Trump or is it Bernie Trump? That's a Ber- that's a great question. Bernie Trump. I, I, that that's another reason I'm for that's another reason for Bernie. Like, it it I know, could possibly be Bernie. I Trump. know he's not a real communist. I know Trump's not a real capitalist, but let's have the capitalism versus communism argument. Let's do it. Let's have that be the thing. Let's 2020 thing, election but, be communism versus capitalism. But the thing is, I you wouldn't have that. You would you would have you would have 
other stuff. I don't think they would focus on actual stuff. I don't know. Battle of the Billionaires feels like such a WWE storyline that I, I know. I kind of want and, that to happen just because. I know. And the thing <laughs> is that the the funny thing is that the element that I would key in on is that Bloomberg is is such so a tiny. demonstrable <laughs> racist, like through right. policies. Yeah. yeah. And and Trump, whether or not he's racist, well, first and foremost, I don't They really can't care. use racist, racist against Trump with Bloomberg because – Trump yeah. has a lot more concrete stuff to point to for Bloomberg. Actual statements. Yes, absolutely. Something. Whether or not Trump is a racist, he, cer- he certainly didn't implement stop and frisk. Right. Like, he did say nice like, things about it. I think Trump's going to Well, get, yeah, maybe. I but, think Trump's going to get a huge amount of the black vote and Latino vote this uh, election. What would you call huge? You just mean more than years past or actually huge? Like more than votes. like any Republicans gotten before? I think that's quite More than Bush? And what do you did think that? What do Hispanic votes? Well, one, because a lot of the, he's talking to them and like right now we have the lowest black unemployment, lowest like Hispanic unemployment, and he's going to their communities. He's pardoning people. He's, I mean, whether these things are, I don't know. I think it's. When I saw Van Jones after the last election, it was like, it was after State of Union when he was, the things he was saying, he's like, listen, this is going to resonate with a lot of black voters. He's like, you people aren't taking this seriously at all. And everybody else knows NBC is like, oh, what are you talking about? He's racist. Blacks will never vote for him. That's crazy. And he's like, no, he is doing things and reaching out to this community and he's going to get some of their votes. And I kind of think that's true. I still, I think you might be right to a very small extent, but I don't think we're going to see a, I think the word huge is probably misplaced. Huge. huge yeah, I don't, especially huge, this unemployment thing he keeps touting. I don't know how many people seriously will give Trump credit for this number that literally has nothing to do with him. And I don't think any black or Hispanic voters even think like, e- even on a, what's the word I'm looking for? on any level think that Trump has anything to do with that. Even though he keeps using it for some reason. I don't know. Am, am I wrong? Do you, do you ever like, I don't think you're wrong at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this whole economy is a big fake bubble. It's going to pop. Like I don't, it's not real at all. None of this stuff is like, I wouldn't be bragging about it. Cause you got to take the blame when it collapses, but it kind of looks good on the surface now. And I think a lot of people might believe that. I just I, I don't think that people are voting on unemployment numbers, honestly, like like at least in polls. Like, I, I don't think that people are being like looking at the unemployment poll and saying, oh, well, this is good. Or well, this and, may, is- and maybe it's not just that, but I think the message. That'd be that funny how, if that's how they decide I think the message of how the, the Democrats how do you feel about employment. And people I think the, <laughs> like the fact that the Democrats only care about black voters when it's election time is starting to like hit home to more people and that what they're yeah. doing is not really helping them. Like it may not be anything that Trump's even doing at all, but I think reality is setting in a little bit more. Not that I mean, Jacob Horberger was reporting this, a, feeling a similar vibe when he went out into the, the, these communities when he, cause that's what he's doing uh, campaigning locally in North Carolina, that same vibe. And that's why people are looking at him a little bit. Cause he's able to point this out. And maybe that's, uh, I mean, I don't, you know, there, maybe there is some kind of sentiment of that. The, the veil has is being, being lifted. huge, though. <laughs> Do you guys know what the word apocalypse means? It's not oh, like it's, oh, it's, a- it's 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 not like <laughs> it's it's, it's not it's not like the destruction of the world or anything. It's 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 literally like the lifting of the veil, and I think a lot of people are seeing things for the way they truly are now, and. We're going to have some radical, crazy changes. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be severe. Let's say this. If if the DNC does do, as we've been saying, is quite possible that Bernie goes in with the most delegates, but not the majority needed, and they they decide to do whatever on the second or third ballot, whether it's a a totally new person or a Bloomberg or whoever the hell, do Bernie bros, do the Bernie people, do they fall in line or do they go to Trump or do they sit it out or do they look at third parties as, as protest votes i think that's potentially the the biggest question this cycle because I, I don't question what, how they, is it not they will not like if, if it's bloomberg, bernie gets cheated I, I for bloomberg if, I mean, if bernie gets cheated they will not vote for the democrat they will well, not. well but do you think they're gonna I'm vote that well 
<laughs> I think a portion of them will. And the, the most of the people that do are going to vote for Trump. Some of them might go our way or might go Green Party or something. Yeah, so perhaps it's perhaps to your point, Howie, it's good to look back at how many of the Ron Paul voters went to Bernie. And and despite the fact that like a lot of us were in it for philosophical reasons, a lot of people were in it for populist reasons. And so maybe that yeah. pipeline from Bernie to Trump is a little bit more pronounced than maybe we even think. But yeah. I, I wonder how it's, my 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 wonder is that on the more fringe i don't know it's a sloppy way of saying it but on the right side people tend to get a little bit well maybe i'm not sure if i've fully fleshed this out but i i i i I don't know if i see the bernie people getting as rowdy as the ron paul people uh in in an instance where they get screwed over but i could be wrong about that i don't know msnbc is telling me they're practically brown shirts (laughs) (laughs) that is true howie that's fair uh, they started the debate off with that. And basically, like, I forgot which candidate. It might have been Buttigieg that's basically oh, that calling is, out Bernie yeah. for leading his, you know, his angry mob on the Internet like he has any control. And he it's not even like he... he um, Notice the media like started his, to treat Bernie like they treat like they treated Trump, uh, going after his supporters, yeah. acting like yeah. the yes. supporters are the worst yeah. people in the world. It's, it's, yeah. the same. it's a very similar tactic, if not the same exact tactic. It is the same. Yeah. But... Anyways, I think Dave Smith put it this way. The allowable opinion, you can't be to the left of Hillary Clinton or to the right of Lindsey Graham. If you're to the left of Hillary Clinton, the right of Lindsey Graham, you're a Nazi. You're a Nazi. Well, didn't didn't something come out today where somebody was calling Bernie supporters Nazis? Well, they were saying brown shirts, but those were, you know, Hitler's dudes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so yes, Brown actually, are actually, I, actually, I think those are <laughs> Mussolini's guys. But yeah, we know what they, they we know we know what they mean. We know what they mean. Right. Yeah. It's crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy. They're really trying to rally. You know, and the, the funny thing is, man, the funny thing is, is like how, like I know that they're they still. I don't want to say that they the how little power the media has, but when you look at the numbers of people that are tuning into these things, I don't know about the debate specifically, but say CNN on a daily basis, it's so small. I mean, people like Joe Rogan just dwarf them all. Yeah. I mean, by by a large margin. And you just wonder how much longer can this really vocal minority hang on to the, the this very, very slippery purchase? I, I that I, long. Joe Rogan gets two hundred million downloads a month. Yeah. I no, mean, the biggest news at- show I think is Hannity, which is less than half of that. But when uh, oh, Tulsi yeah. Gabbard was on his show, Hannity has like a like less than a million a day, right? I don't. I know that in a full month, the people that watch his show is less than half of Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. Downloads. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not much. I mean, and it, it's all repeat. So, like, t- I mean, how many actual people are t- is Tulsi was complaining about getting shut out by the media, and Joe's like, "Why don't you start a podcast then?" And she yeah, just you did can go like, directly. She just them. did like a couple days ago. Good. She's Good got her. her own podcast now. Yeah. I don't know what she's going to do. Andrew Yang started working for CNN today. Did yeah, really? I saw that. I thought after the media treated him so shitty, he might be reluctant to do that, but I guess not. That might was Tulsi Gabbard's whole campaign just a, a really, really long, drawn-out podcast launch? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I don't so, know. Well I don't know. What if she Maybe I is... should run for president. As a hey, guys. New guy. plan what? for 2024, guys. <laughs> what, what if she's Bernie's VP? I... Well... When last election i don't know who else he would choose i mean who, last who election like last election when he's an interesting question mark who really is, like, last election when he got screwed over she stood up for him she quit the dnc over it she just stood up for him more than he stood up for himself he didn't stand up. Yeah, well, yeah, and he all these other people on stage are attacking him so who's he gonna pick that's interesting and if who he would- does have a bad heart i kind of cer- certainly hope it's her i mean he'd be really dumb to pick <laughs> like some really establishment democrat because that, that wouldn't bode well for him like yeah. who would it be? Is yeah, it gonna be pick, ridiculous? Is it, it's gonna be AOC, like Ilhan I mean, Omar. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> come on. Uh, for that. She's not even old enough, right? Is she? I don't know. I have no idea. A- AOC is not old enough for sure. I'm not sure about Omar. Tulsi is. She's younger than me, but she's old enough. Yeah, I think she's 38. Maybe I don't know. I mean, the problem with that is that although that might be true of anyone, Bernie picks you. It's not good when your VB cam- candidate is more vibrant and more sort of you know has a better aesthetic than you. But then I don't know who is who is not going to have a better aesthetic than Bernie at this point. Right. So. Yeah, maybe that's exactly what he needs—someone fresh-faced and bright. Yeah. And 
Someone, he picks John. That, he he, yeah. someone he literally that he can answer that worry like about him being old. Well, look, I got this hot he, young lady right behind. He me, just so he just picks fine. John McCain to get the to, across the aisle vote and also look a little bit more spry than his vice president. <laughs> do you think a do you think a Gabbard uh, Bernie ticket could win? Do you think no. that could pull independence? Hundred percent. I think it would win. Yes. I, really? I mean, it would have a better chance than anything Trump, else. I think Trump wins. No I think why. the addition of Tulsi would pull in a lot of libertarians, especially Dude. especially depending on who the libertarian. Without Tulsi, is. no Democrat can win. With Tulsi, maybe there's a small chance. I bet. I if think Tulsi was with Bernie, and the Democratic not, and the Libertarian nominee was say Bill Weld or Lincoln Chafee, you might see more libertarians <laughs> voting, voting for the Bernie Tulsi ticket. And I don't think that's at all an exaggeration. Maybe that would be wild. That would be, dude, fucking. Oh man, Bernie like shaking his finger out there. Tulsi like maybe doing calendars and like pinups and stuff like that. Surfing. God, Power ticket. Power ticket. Yeah. I'll it's hard to it. think of anybody else he could choose. Like Tom Steyer, Elizabeth Warren, I guess. Like just the people that are in his. After his after she party. pulled that shit saying he was sexist. Oh yeah, that's whole... the thing. After that, that's hard to yeah. I mean, that, wait, who on. who said who was sexist? Oh, you've missed a lot, Carb. Oh, Elizabeth Warren. She like pulled this big thing where she like came out this and said like that Bernie told her that a woman could never be president. This and that. And it was like, oh, oh, like said years that. Ago. I do remember that. I do. And then that. at the debate, like it came up and he's like, I never said this. This isn't true. And the next question was like, so Elizabeth Warren, how did you feel when Bernie said yeah, that? that was like, as if it's a fact. And then after it, Bernie like, I didn't shake her. like, so how did you feel when Bernie said that? Like right after he's like, okay, so we don't, we don't believe him. And at the end, Bernie <laughs> went to shake her hand. She knew she was still mic'd up at everything. And she's like, I think you just called me a liar on national TV. And he's like, Elizabeth, let's not do this right now. <laughs> like, Elizabeth, let's not do this right Elizabeth, now. Elizabeth, will you marry me? That's it. But it was she knew. <laughs> it was, I think it was an orchestrated thing with CNN. He picks, just like he picks giving, Tulsi as his running mate and also Elizabeth Warren as his new wife. <laughs> All in one night. And wow. the ratings just go Bernie mad. just explodes online. Elizabeth Warren's wife's like, finally, I can drink beer at home myself. God, she is a lizard, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have much else to say about this, but I do think that the addition of Bloomberg has at least made things interesting again because I had gotten really, really bored with these. And yeah. uh, it's made it interesting. This was an interesting debate. Uh, there was a, finally some fire in everyone. Everyone was fired up tonight. It was, uh, yeah. The only thing I, I mean, imagine if Tulsi was here too, because at least you would bring up foreign policy, even though that wasn't brought up at the yeah. debate. And, and hey, listen, listeners, why don't That's you all. The difference between Tulsi and Bernie. Bernie might be kind of good on foreign policy, but he doesn't go out of his way to bring it up. That's what she does. So, listeners, why don't y'all tweet at MSNBC and be like, "What the fuck? Two longest wars in history. Not a single question on yeah, foreign policy." Quote and make that the quote. And something then quote like Howie that. Snowden as saying, it, "Don't all say the same him. exact thing, but something like that." Now, put it in your own words, or quote Howie directly and tag him. Either one. And if you're on, Attack. if if you're on a tweet and people spree, you might want to tweet at real Donald Trump saying, Howie, what's your Ro- Twitter for the free for free Ross Ulbricht? Maybe you'll get some more followers. What's your Twitter? Uh, <laughs> let me check. Jesus. It's how he's Pro- should be more followed. It's he, probably at Howard Snowden. A lot of, yeah. He gets a lot of retweets of good accounts, and then at he only Howard comments Snowden. on his own when he's drunk. At Howard Snowden? Yeah. That's, that oh, I am the winner of the night. Did you know who followed oh, me tonight? Did you did you uh, get engaged to Elizabeth Warren and make Tulsi your wrong? I got, I got a new follower on the old Twitter tonight. Do you know who I got? Who? Uh, Rand Paul. Yeah. Jacob Hornberger. Thomas Massey. Oh, I hey. that's what I thought first. I should have said what I thought first. Took a screenshot. I kind of wanted to share, but I'm like, no, that's... So Massey follows you and not me? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> that's messed up. No, man. Got a jealousy there? Uh, yeah, actually. Are you sure he doesn't follow you? No. Let's find out right now live. Yeah, I'm going to check Thomas mine, too. Follows. Although I already know. I already he know the answer. following. So he follow- I better check to make sure he's still following. <laughs> How do I know if he's following me? So I did tweet a lot tonight. He might not have liked it all. How do I no. know if he's following me? Go to your profile thing and Says, then go to f- click on followers and you got to yeah. scroll through and look. Oh, okay, I that. got Thomas Massey and Free Ross started following me tonight too. So that was good. Where the hell are my followers? I feel like I'm such a boomer right now. I have no idea how to navigate this part of Twitter. I know how to tweet. I don't know how to search my thing for... I see that you uh, tweeted 85% of Nevada is managed by the federal government. I thought that was pretty surprising, too. I did tweet that. I mean, I knew it was, was a, a lot, lot of the fucking state. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 85, that blew me away. It's pretty much federal land. 
All right. I did not know how to look at who my followers are. So I guess I'm not going to do that. Hey, so right before we sign off, which I want to do soon because I have to pee, but uh, I kind of really think that Monica Perez. I just tried is, to end the show. You're the only I one. Think, I think that Monica Perez is right about Joe Biden's whole candidacy was to all about the whole Ukraine thing. So he couldn't be like charged with anything. And oh, to, to, her, to her. political? To her, the, the tell is now like his excuse he's doing so poorly isn't, well, Trump brought up all this shit and that's why it's, oh, you know, I'm being outspent and this and that. He's kind of like, let's never talk about that Ukraine shit again. I think the whole thing was so that it was like, Trump's attacking a political opponent. We can never look into this ever. But do you think that anybody would have cared about this in the first place if he wasn't running for president? Well, I think... Trump was looking into it regardless because he wanted to get to the bottom of how this whole Russiagate bullshit started. So, yeah. Huh. You don't actually believe that, so, do you, Howie? So Biden, so Biden went, shit, I better run for president to cover this up. Yeah, that's not... Don't tell me... I <laughs> we, hey, we've all, we've all been there. You know? <laughs> like, that makes no sense. Sometimes you gotta run for president. Sometimes you fuck up, gotta run for president. You stay out a little too late. Mom's hey, suspicious. Fuck. Fuck it, run all right, sorry, I'm announcing my campaign. Sorry, sorry, hey, sorry. Hey, hey they're just going after their political opponent. Uh, don't look over here. Oh, oh it's because you're running against me. I know. Text your, text your ex. You're like, oh, fuck, Anyways. sorry. 2020. What's the sign off for these uh, debate recaps? Because I got a uh, debate long and car. Do you want to plug anything? Do you want to plug your show? That's the sign off. Live uh, no, car, do you no. Plug anything? no, I don't. Okay. Don't, don't uh, go to show.com for more. Listen to the podcast. It's so fucking funny. It's the best. And follow them. Howie on Twitter. And that's it. That's your instructions. If you're new to Lions of Liberty, hit subscribe. That's all. Bye, everybody. Join the prize. Patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty. <laughs>